hold your ownership of this, your worthiness of, of being able to receive, your confidence in being able to receive by noticing if you're deflecting it and just allowing it in just a little bit more each and every day, okay? Instead of backing away, open. Instead of deflecting or rejecting, open to receiving. Are you ready to master your mindset and your business? Join thousands of women each week who use this podcast as a tool to create financial and emotional wealth. And when you're ready to scale to the next level, visit theunstoppablewoman.com slash go. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. I'm super excited that you're here with me today. I'm Amira Alvarez. I am the founder and CEO of The Unstoppable Woman, and I'm also the host of this podcast. So welcome, welcome. Today, I am talking about the secret power of female entrepreneurs that no one is talking about, or almost no one is talking about. And let's just get straight to it. This is our power to receive. Okay, the feminine, the feminine essence receives. We open to receiving. This is this is our nature. Now, this is the essence of the feminine. Now, the feminine is in both men and, and women, but by and large, generally speaking, generally speaking, the feminine is stronger in females than it is in males. Not always, not entirely. And in many females, myself included, for many, many years, not anymore, but for many, many years, I was much more in my masculine essence than in my feminine essence. I had no idea how to be in receiving. So if you want to think about this from a, a, a different angle, the female woman, the female woman has a womb. And what does it do? It receives the sperm and it nurtures, right? It, that's, if you want to kind of get a sense of what the feminine is, it's not that it doesn't do work. It do, it's not that it, it's not active. It's not that it's um, passive in any way. It's open to receiving and its primary function is to nurture, is to grow things. Okay. So if you look at this in relationship to business, you can see that, okay, well, what would you want to receive? Well, new clients, new sales, more income, more help, better team, more impact, right? There is lots that you would want to receive that's quite positive, okay? Visibility and marketing, that kind of attention. You want to receive that because people need to know who you are and what you do in order to find you and even consider being a client of yours. So being open to receiving is a big asset in business. And let's talk about um, the kind of receiving that you might want to consider. So you want to, to be open to receiving attention. Okay, that would be marketing and visibility. And quite frankly, that would be the attention of your team, right? They're going to be there asking you questions and supporting you. People in the world, they, you need to be willing to receive their attention. And this is a really 
an important piece. You want to be able to be seen, to be present, to have uh, the gaze of the world focused on you. Now, a lot of people might say, hmm, I'm an introvert. Hmm, I don't want to actually have that much attention. That's, that's okay. You can use this power in a one-on-one kind of way. So when you walk into a room and you're having a conversation with someone or you walk into a uh, digital room, you know, on social media, uh, and you're having a conversation with someone one-on-one, not necessarily one-to-many, you can still practice receiving the attention of others. And you're able, you need to be able to receive that attention in order to be able to receive things like sales, okay? Like someone buying from you. And this is a big deal. The way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Have you ever heard that adage? The way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And it's so important to recognize. So if you are in a one-on-one conversation with someone and you do not feel safe in that conversation to receive attention, compliments, questions, um, support, what the other person is, is offering, then you will shut down. You will deflect that. And the way you do that in that one-on-one conversation is probably the way you do that everywhere in your life because you you have a practice, you have a, a way of being that is not safe, not open to receiving. And oftentimes this happens because we've had experiences where it has been painful to let someone in. You've let someone in and you've gotten hurt in varying degrees from from mildly to very seriously. And so you're a little bit like, "Er, this isn't safe. And yet, if you let your past define your future and you just go all or nothing and say, because I got hurt in the past when I was open, I'm not going to let myself be open anymore. That is going to cut off the flow of things like new clients and uh, additional revenue, okay? So you have to really look at where it's not safe to open yourself to receiving. And I want you to look at this from a place of uh, receiving attention. Like, is is it unsafe to receive, say, male attention? I know that that was the case for me many years ago when I started this practice, um, I would suppress my sexuality. I would try and be invisible. I put on quite a bit of weight so that no one would look at me and uh, it didn't feel comfortable. And then as I started to build my self-worth and do things that allowed me to be, you know, I was doing things that put me out there in the world. I was letting go of some of the weight. I was paying more attention to how I looked, and I was exploring what it felt like to have, in this case, male attention in in particular. This was outside of the realm of business per se, but I was exploring this, this concept of like being able to receive attention. And I realized that there was like 
a new way of receiving that I had to learn so that I could receive generously someone's attention, the male gaze, if you will, without letting in the toxicity that may accompany accompany that. And toxicity is a um, an odd word that I generally don't like using, but let's say the there is a a dangerous energy there or an energy of overstepping. You know, there's varying degrees. I could feel that and I could feel my desire to suppress my sexuality and cut off receiving. And I had to learn to open to receiving and being be confident on the inside that I was only a match to functional, positive male attention. And that way I could receive, I like the other stuff just, just went right past me. And then I, I learned that I could receive male attention without having to respond reciprocally. Ooh, that was a hard word for me to pronounce. Reciprocally, I could just generously receive it, but not do anything with it. Not like, not date someone or go out or like respond sexually in any way. And in practicing that in my personal life, it helped me in my business life show up as the truth of who I was, which is uh, a woman who likes to be seen because the feminine likes to receive attention. But I never knew how to do that because of numerous conditionings, right, from childhood. The conditioning that it was unsafe to be seen for, I don't know how many of you have had this experience, but like walking past a construction site, do you remember? And I don't know if this still happens, but like in the 80s when I was a kid, you know, the construction workers would, you know, catcall you. And I remember being like 12 and this happening and feeling totally unsafe. And it probably, I don't know if it was safe or unsafe, but I felt like I I had no power there. And like, I didn't know what to do with that at all. It just felt icky and wrong. And I think that kind of conditioning from childhood um, patterns how you respond. And then you don't learn how to uh, receive attention um, in all the varying different ways that it comes, you just unilaterally decide all attention is bad or unilaterally decide all attention from men are bad, is bad. And, and of course that doesn't work if you have male clients, right? If, if, if you are marketing to men. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't particular situations where you want to cut off any attention, right? Use your discernment here, okay? Um, there, there is a time and a place for that. But if you are conditioned to think it's unsafe and then you have a blanket statement across the board that it's not okay, then you're going to be cutting off your ability to receive. The second place this really showed up for me in my my upbringing was my in my father's loving attempt to keep me safe he made it very clear that it was much more important to be smart than to be pretty or to be adorned, okay? So I realized that pretty and adorned are not necessarily the same thing, but I conflated those as a child. So I'm going to use them together here. So he did not trust the male gaze, if you will, and was like, pay attention to 
being book smart and street smart, but don't pay any attention to uh, adorning yourself or um, doing anything that was about um, the the traditional feminine ways of, uh, you know, making yourself pretty makeup, hair, nails, clothing, any of that was, was considered frivolous and, and unworthy and not good. And I, I ate that up despite my true nature. And I made it an either or thing. Like I can either receive my father's love and attention for being smart, or I could, or I can receive attention for being pretty, but that was not, um, approved upon. So that must be wrong or bad or dangerous. And so there's, there's much more to this. I, and it was very confusing and I was a child and a teenager. Now, you, you know, bring that into the present. If you don't clean up those double binds of either I can, uh, be smart or pretty, you, you start having a dysfunctional relationship with the, this feminine essence of receiving because I wanted to receive, um, my own attention, right? Like I loved putting on makeup and putting on pretty clothes and I loved the act of doing that. And it gave me mm, good yummies, right? For lack of a better way of putting that, like that, that gave me a sense of worth and enjoyment. And I saw myself, I, I, in that self-adornment, I really saw myself and I received that level of attention from myself. And I think that it's important to be able to receive from yourself as well, not just from others. So this is this idea of personal adornment and really embracing it, it is, is an act of self-esteem. Now, everyone's going to do it differently. If you're watching me on YouTube, I have lipstick on and I have earrings on. I've got my nails done. I've got a, a pretty red shirt with like sparkly gold stuff on it. And I love how I look. This is not everyone's look. I totally get that. It's not, I want to be super clear that the way I adorn myself and I attend to myself is the way I love to do that. And it comes from, if it comes from a place of self-worth and self-esteem, that then you're receiving really like your own attention and it's really powerful. If it comes from a place of I'm, I'm getting gussied up so that no one judges me or other people like me or, um, because I'm not confident or I don't want to look bad compared to other women, that that come from is not a place of self-worth and it's and you will be receiving uh, fear and scarcity versus receiving that kind of powerful um, personal attention that, is a representation of self-worth. So how does this connect? Went on a little ramble there, but how does this connect to your business? Well, when you are adorning yourself and seeing yourself 
as worthy of spending the time to adorn yourself in the way that you like. So like, I remember one of my past clients who, who I adore, you know, her version of this was jeans and a white linen shirt. Like she had like this super clear vision of what this was, was for her. And that's what, um, how she wanted to be seen by herself and by others. And it was when you, when you show up and adorn yourself, see yourself the way you want to see yourself, there is, it's an act of self-worth in terms of the amount of time you take to take care of yourself and, and attention. Now, just as a full transparency, I get dressed very quickly in the morning. It's not rushed. Well, okay. Sometimes it's rushed, but I don't spend hours doing this. This is not a huge amount of time, but I do spend a certain amount of time and it's, and it's really about seeing myself. And I do that because I want to receive my own attention, not just the attention of others. Okay. So I hope that makes sense. Now, sometimes when we want to receive attention, it can become incredibly dysfunctional. Okay. So this might look like, so this is the, the flip side, the, the shadow side of this feminine attribute of receiving. Like you want to receive, but you're acting like a petulant child who doesn't get enough attention and is stamping her feet and throwing a tantrum. Okay. That is not what it, I mean by owning your power as a female entrepreneur to receive. Okay. That, that is not what I'm talking about. Um, if you're there throwing a fit, look at me, look at me, look at me. Why aren't you looking at me? Um, you know, you're crying, you're complaining. Um, no one's paying attention to me, all of that. Um, that's not going to create any sort of magnetism for one. And in fact, it's going to throw people off. Think about um, someone who's throwing a fit or is always complaining or has a bad attitude. Do you want to hang out with them? Generally speaking, we want to avoid people like that and we um, want to, we, we pull our attention away from them. So this is a dysfunctional way of working with your feminine. It, it's the, the feminine that doesn't come from a place of confidence. It comes from a place of scarcity and fear and lack of self-esteem and lack of confidence. And it's the one that's saying, look at me, look at me, look at me, instead of, hey, look at me. I got my, like, I'm all good here. And I don't know if, if you can hear the difference in the tone of my voice, but one is like a petulant child screaming for attention. And one is a powerful adult who owns herself and walks into the room and all the heads turn. Okay. That's the kind of magnetism that you want to own and claim as a female entrepreneur. And when you start practicing how to receive, not from a place of desperation, not from a place of scarcity, but from a place of self-ownership and self-worth and self-esteem, you start being someone who naturally gets attention and, and is able to receive it. And what ends up happening is you get more comfortable with marketing and you get more comfortable with being visible. And that visibility 
translates and turns into more people wanting to work with you and making sales. And this this is magnetism in your marketing and your sales. And you do that by really owning yourself and owning that part of you that says, yes, I want the attention. Yes, I want the support. Yes, I want the sales, right? You're, you're open to receiving. So if you, if you own your desire to be seen, if it wasn't dangerous to be seen, if you could receive attention without fear, you would be able to tap into this incredible asset that you have, this incredible power that you have as a female entrepreneur. And that's what I'm encouraging you to play with and, and attend to, you know, really think about, you know, if you, if you could really own this and own your ability to receive, what would you have access to that you don't right now? And it, I think of this as your secret power um, that most people are suppressing because they don't know how to um, calibrate it. They don't know how to manage it. They're afraid of their power. They know that they have power as as a female, but they're afraid of what that means. And so they, they tamp it down. And I would encourage you to start practicing gracefully receiving both your own attention, whether you do it in the way that I described in terms of how you get dressed in the morning, or maybe you do it by how you work out or, or how you meditate or how you see yourself and you yourself talk throughout the day. But I, I would encourage you to start gracefully receiving your own attention and the attention of others. Can you open more and more to the attention of yourself and others? What about starting to gracefully receive compliments? What if you could gracefully receive gifts, whether you liked them or not? Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, what if you could gracefully receive all types of support and help? What if you could gracefully receive gifts of time? Maybe someone cancels last minute with you in your day. Haven't you been like, ah, that's amazing. I have all this free time now. Okay, that's that's gracefully receiving it as opposed to being pissy that someone canceled last minute with you, okay? How about if you gracefully started to receive attention, which I mentioned already. Okay, so that's a repeat. Um, build your ownership of this, your worthiness of, of being able to receive, your confidence in being able to receive by noticing if you're deflecting it and just allowing it in just a little bit more each and every day, okay? Instead of backing away, open. Instead of deflecting or rejecting, open to receiving, okay? And remember, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So if you can open to receive in these ways, you will be able to open and receive in your business, in in your, your bank account, right? In the number of clients you have, in the amount of good that you can experience, the amount of joy, the amount of flow, freedom, all of that. So I really encourage you to tap into this secret power of being a female entrepreneur, your desire and natural inclination to receive. 
Okay, with that, rock it out, be unstoppable, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.